Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Ah, uh, we are celebrating Invisa November Woo! with LXG, LXG. <laughs> the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, that's so 1997? <laughs> yeah, it's actually 2004. Yeah, still, whatever. But yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but first... Oh, Steve, we're far too sober to have do this movie. Yeah, so what you got? I have Yard Sale Winter Lager from Uinta Brewing. Ooh. Just like all the characters in this, it's one of a kind. Picked <laughs> up from everywhere. Picked up from the public domain yard sale near you. Woo! Forget the map, pack a Uinta. Still not good advice, Uinta. I would say take a map and not just booze. <laughs> I'm gonna pop my top. My top. Nice. Ooh, it must be winter. <laughs> and the pour. Yeah. Uh. Ah. 
Yes, this is a beautiful, it's mostly clear bear. It's got a little bit of a haze to it, nice golden color. Got an off-white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny mm. bubbles. Yeah, good, uh, good clean lager aroma on it. Yeah, like a copper kind of color yeah, to it, like a light copper. Yeah. yeah, it's, um, yeah, got a little bit of the green apple aroma, which is perfectly fine for lager. Very malt forward. Steve's gone in for the taste. Yeah, yeah, malt forward, um. Not a, see, not a lot of green apple on there. It's almost like it's spiced a little bit. <clears throat> Are you getting that at all? Like it's, I guess like it's a little, it's little caramel. Yeah, it's like a yeah, like kinda... a little caramely. There's definitely some like warmth there, not alcohol warmth, but yeah, like yeah. toasty notes almost. Without <laughs> yeah, being I was thinking roasty. like like nutmeg or like something yeah. like that. But yeah, it might just be the the caramel notes kind of come through and you know used to. I don't know, fruitcake or something like that with those kind of notes. Tasty and delicious. Indeed. So go check it out. You win a brewing. You winter. For, uh, their seasonal release. Yeah. Uh, but babe. Steve. 2000, I'm sorry, 2003's ah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Woo! From director Stephen Norrington. Was he Steve? Well, he's uh, he's made a couple, uh, couple movies. One, Death Machine. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but it sounds great. Uh, he also directed the first Blade movie. Ooh. Yeah. As well as The Last Minute, whatever that is. This. But he was, uh, he kind of came up in the business as the uh, special effects guy for movies like Aliens, mm. Alien 3, uh, Hardware, that, um... Oh, yeah. The Richard Stanley yeah. one. And, uh, the new, did the new Harbinger Down movie on Netflix. Oh, we're gonna have to check that out. Yeah. Ooh, Down Month! Yeah. <laughs> well, we've already done White House down, so what's the point? Down Periscope? Uh, what about all the sequels? Angel has... Angel has fallen. Has fallen, not down. Yeah, yeah. Mm, <laughs> yeah we'll figure it out. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We can make this work. White House down too. Woo! Electric, Electric Boogaloo! Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> the search for Curly's oh, gold. White House down to the streets. Woo! <laughs> drum, uh, drum down? <laughs> Beat line? Yeah. But, Stop me. Yeah, so, <laughs> but this was also written by the great... Alan Moore. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he did the graphic novels uh, such as, well, obviously Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen, yeah. but also The Watchmen, uh, From Hell, and uh, he's the one that did The Killing Joke Ooh. for Batman. Yeah. That one's awesome and so dark. Yeah, totally. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, based on his graphic novel, uh, yeah. yeah, of course, using public domain characters, mm -hmm. and starring Sir Sean Connery. Yeah! As Alan Quartermain. Sean Connery's last film. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you got like Stuart Townsend as Dorian Gray, uh, Shane West as Tom Sawyer, uh, <laughs> Peter Wilson as Mina Harker, and uh, Nasiruddin Shah as Captain Nemo. Who's he, Steve? I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything else. He's fucking great. Yeah. He, he must be huge elsewhere, like in India or something. But yeah, Maybe. this is like the only movie I think I've seen him in. Yeah, he was phenomenal, though. Yeah. I won't lie. I love this movie. <laughs> babe, Nobody else loves this babe, movie. Baby, gotta save it till the end. But I love this movie. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. I don't know why this movie gets so much hate. Yeah, I don't know either. I. Uh, all right. Well, let's start off. <laughs> babe, when does this take place? Uh... 1888 or something? It's like 1899, 1899 right at the okay. turn of the century. That's right, the turn of the century. Yeah. So we start off in London, and we see a couple, I don't know, Cockney accent stereotypes walking <laughs> the streets, and they're, uh, oi, uh, oi. what are the cops there called? Like Broly's or something? Oh, oh, <laughs> ah, I'm forgetting. I know Broly's an umbrella. So yeah. Save your hate mail. No. 
somebody's screaming into their their phone. But yeah, anyway, yeah. And I know what they call a cigarette. <laughs> Bobby's. 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 That's it. Bobby's. Uh, walking around, um, and they hear a rumbling noise. <gasps> what could it be? And babe, what what is that rumbling noise? It's a fucking tank. A fucking tank coming yeah! through a building. And so there's like four or five of them. They're like all kind of running around like, oh, I hear something. Blah, blah. What the fuck is that? And it's like oh, and fuck. one of them dies a quick Austin Powers death. Yeah. <laughs> Just standing there like, halt, yeah. halt in the name of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is that tank headed, Steve? Oh, it's heading to, was it a bank vault? Yeah, the or? Bank of Logan. Okay. Yeah, it was, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't catch the, the front of the building. I just know they ends up like right in front of a, a vault. Yeah. And then what's the best way to open up a lock, babe? Oh, obviously to uh, to hit it with a cannon. That's right. <laughs> or a gun. Like if it's a regular door, you can just use a gun to shoot the yep. lock off. Nope. It's got to use the, the whole tank cannon on yeah. bank vault. Um, of course, there's no ricochet from that. So no. it's all good. Uh, then they go in the bank vault, open it up, mm-hmm. and they just start raiding it. But what are they really after? Did they? Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, that's right. This is where they got the blueprints. <laughs> Thought it was at the next stop, but yeah, yeah. Nope. Um, and we see a uh, like a Zeppelin factory. Yeah. And these guys just show up and start kind of shooting up the place a bit and take it over. Like, what do you want? And we see this mysterious masked man, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, it's not what I want. It's what I want to destroy, or some bullshit yeah. like that." And then they just start blowing up these Zeppelins. Like, what are you doing? It's hydrogen gas! Ah, the humanity! It starts falling from the sky. And then we smash cut to Kenya. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a proper British gentleman's club. Yes, yes, proper. Very proper. And so a proper British gentleman walks up to an older man, like, or, or no, walks up to the bartender, like, I'm looking for Alan Quatermain. Like, oh, he's right down there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jason Statham's behind the bar, apparently. <laughs> oh, I think that bloke's right down there oh, no. by the fireplace. Oh, no, that means he's in this movie for long. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> but he walks down, starts talking to an old man, saying, Are you Alan Quatermain? Oh, I might be. <laughs> hello hello <laughs> Dick Van Dyke but uh yeah he starts telling the empire needs you we're on the brink of world war and blah 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 and then a gentleman sitting behind him says what the hell has the empire ever done for me mm-hmm. and that's Sean Connery reading a newspaper or something shall I toddle off then yes Nigel <laughs> toddle off <laughs> toddle <laughs> off I toddle <laughs> toddling toddling I love that yeah <laughs> And so then he starts talking to the real Alan Quartermain. Yeah. And yeah, basically he's like, oh yeah, you know, shit's going down and um, there's all countries We're on are the brink of angry war. with one another. Yeah. And then it's uh, like, it's the end of days or something. <laughs> yeah, it says something like, yeah, who's at war with who? Everyone! <laughs> but he says something like, it's, it's, it's the end of days and Sean Connery's like, Son, you're going to find out it's always the end of days. <laughs> it's always the end of days. But I'm out here in Africa, so... Yep. I mean, I ain't got and, shit and, to worry about. So we get that line, and that makes you sweat? <laughs> it's Africa. It's all we do here. <laughs> he goes, that's what makes you sweat? Yes, it doesn't make you sweat. Son, it's Africa. That's what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but then uh, some other gentlemen walk up to the bartender and ask him something. 
they they're asking him where Alan Quartermain is. Yeah, but but I don't think we hear it. We just see him like. Oh, no, oh, no, he says they say uh, I'm looking for Alan Quartermain, and, that's, and oh, that's right. Turns around and goes, "I'm Alan Quartermain." <laughs> oh shit! Automatic weapons. And then that's when the real Quartermain grabs his rifle and starts shooting. Clow, 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 clow. He, take, he takes the first shooter out. Oh yeah, yeah headshot. And every, everybody <laughs> scrambles. Headshot bonus. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, Quartermain and a couple of the guys die behind the bar. Yeah. Uh, he he mentions to one of the guys like automatic weapons. That's uns- unsporting. Or, uh, unsporting. And the other guys, like, yeah, yeah poor sports, poor sports. As he tries to take a couple of shots and then immediately gets gunned down. They're gunning down all the old white men, Steve. I know it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping they would be the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen <laughs> and just discuss the the situation over cognac <laughs> around a fireplace as is tradition send out uh send out mass after mass of expendable young people <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 the first waves will suffer heavy casualties but by the time the fifth wave comes around <laughs> yes <we will. laughs> yeah, they'll have exhausted their resources <laughs> <laughs> then we just strap in for a cold winter make sure the cognac reserves are in order uh, but instead, yeah, they start firing back, and the the, the guys, uh, the the bad guys with the machine guns, also have like armor plating and stuff. Yeah. So they they take a, they're not immediately gunned down. They're you know taking other guys out, and then they're mains. bulletproof. No, just armored. <laughs> Go for the head. Right, come on, Sean Connery. <laughs> there can head, only be one. <laughs> head canoe. Head canoe. <laughs> and so then Christopher Lambert comes out of nowhere, starts chopping off heads. Oh, and, you know. no, not different movie. With the Highlander wasn't around in 1899. Damn it. Oh, there were Highlanders in 1899. They just weren't in Africa. <laughs> good point. Good point. I believe they were immigrated. <gasps> Wait, is this where uh, Ramirez is Egyptian? Because he's in Africa. Oh, yes. Posing as Quartermain. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Africa doesn't let him die. Yeah. This might be the tie-in. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Endgame. Wait, that might be already taken too. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, uh, Quartermain gets most of the bad guy, except one of them like sneaks away and starts running off. And he's like quarter mile down the road or whatever. So they're like, oh, it's a shame we can't possibly catch up to a, you know, <laughs> not having any horses or zebras or anything like that. And Quartermain's like, oh, hold on a tick. Put on my reading glasses. Line up shut. And now he's like, Half mile away. Got him. Did you only mean? Did you mean to only injure him? Uh, of course, of course. We gotta get. Uh, they need information out of him. Get some information out of him, and then he pulls something out of his pocket and shoves it in no, his mouth. No, don't let him do that. Oh, cyanided himself. Oh, the shit stain left behind. Even Africa couldn't hide that. <laughs> Those sands of time are trying, man, but... <laughs> yeah, by the way, we may have seen a director's cut that was R-rated. <laughs> Just little touches. So many head canoes and <laughs> corpses crapping themselves. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, after this assassination attempt, he's basically like, okay, I'm in. I guess I, guess I gotta take care of it. The- oh, that's right. After the guy does the cyanide or whatever, the whole uh, the whole gentleman's yes, club like, he, fucking explodes. he left a bomb. That's right. And then after the, after that blows up is when he's like, "All right, I guess I'm in." Yep, I guess the war's already come to Africa, so <laughs> my my shade is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the bourbon! <laughs> back to Scotland. Uh, actually, it's London. <laughs> Fuck. All right, well, I guess back to London then. Do they have Do they have bourbon? Do they have Guinness? <laughs> uh, that's Irish, isn't it? I don't care. 
It's all part of the empire. They have whiskey. Oh, uh, so before we get to this part when the, when they're still just discussing, before they get ambushed, I did like the little scene, uh, like, where's your sense of uh, patriotism? God save the queen. And everybody yeah, yeah, God save the queen. Yeah, bless, yeah. Bless, bless her, bless her heart. <laughs> That's about all I get out here. <laughs> and I like it because everybody's like, oh, yes, 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 this is what we do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. For screen and country. Yes, yes, yes. So many plugs. <laughs> get them all in. So then we go back to London where uh, Quartermain meets up with uh, uh, M, who's gathering all these people mm, yes and yeah basically I, I don't know the actor that plays him but he, he is like a ray fines looking motherfucker with mm-hmm. a mustache you know yeah um but he, he's pretty good uh but yeah, he's basically like i've i've uh, i'm assembling you here i'm assembling a team of let dare i say avengeful superheroes <laughs> uh this is plan i have that <laughs> we join together as a squad to fight the evil that we have to think that maybe Some sort of League of a Justice, league, a league of avenging superheroes. I know a league of justice, if you will. Yeah. Yes, I call it the League of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He makes up all. He has a whole story about ah, uh, once every century we gather the the um, the most uh, intri- intriguing people with the most amazing capabilities together to save the you know save the country, save the empire. Indeed. So they have Alan Quartermain, the Great White Hunter. Who else is there, Steve? Well, we're introduced to Captain Nemo. Yeah. Captain of the Nautilus. Yeah. And we get a little, uh, yeah, he's basically the first one. Then it's like, uh, we start getting like the backstory of like who the bad guy is. This masked gentleman mm-hmm. they're calling the Phantasm, or the Phantom. The Phantom. And I'm like, that's not Billy Zane. That's lies. <laughs> in the reboot. <laughs> what if Billy Zane were the Phantom? I'm saying in the reboot. Yeah. He's still he's- yeah, he's like he, a perfect has, age now. Yeah, he hasn't aged a day. He, well, I, yeah. I, I guess he shaves his head now, so that'd be a little different. But So? Yeah, say, look at those eyebrows. Yeah, and those eyes. Yeah, those, those piercing blue eyeshadow oh. eyes. <laughs> so much guyliner. So oh, much guyliner. Just makes it pop. Oh. Yeah, then we, uh, <laughs> we get introduced to the Invisible Man. Uh, what, yeah. What's his name? Skinner. Skinner. Skinner, yeah. Yeah, he stole the formula from the scientist who invented invisibility and... After he perished and thinking it would be a boon to his, his craft, but Indeed. it turns out that's who was played by Jason Statham. Yeah. There <laughs> the gold knee accent. Yeah. <laughs> be really weird when I'm driving. <laughs> oh, wait, we don't have calls here? Fuck. Oh. <laughs> uh, we do later, uh... yes. Yeah, actually, I think... Oh, that's right. We, we got one more introduction first. Yes, we do. It's a lady's prerogative to always be late. Indeed. Miss Wilhelmina Hawker. <gasps> Who's she? She's the wife of the recently deceased Mr. Or, I guess not so recently deceased Mr. Harker. Yeah, go, uh, Jonathan, I think, is his first name. Yes. Uh, Keanu. Keanu Harker. Yeah. he uh, He's the one who assisted Van Helsing in uh, in overtaking a, uh, a certain Romanian fellow. <laughs> yeah. Transylvanian, I do believe. Indeed. And it's like, oh, they don't have the rights to his name. Okay. Oh, no, they just say it. They say Dracula. Yeah, she. Yeah, she said. Uh, we over. We overtook. Uh, she said it like like in Romanian, like Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, yeah. Dracula. He Transylvanian, I do believe. Oh, how from, international or something. Known like for that. murdering, th- slaughtering thousands. Yeah. So they've all assembled, but they uh, have four days to get to uh, Venice. Yeah. Uh, because apparently they received some message that some bad shit's going to go down there. Uh, there's an international meeting of. 
ba- basically it's the UN meeting before oh. the UN was formed. Oh, oh like the um, League of Europe or something like that. Yeah, there's an international meeting to try and calm the, the fears that there might be a world war, and but there's also a bomb threat. But it's not like they're, uh, I don't remember the guy's name, but it's not like they're from around the world in 80 days. How are they going to get yeah, there? Exactly. And then Captain Nemo is a smug motherfucker. He's like, leave that to me. Yeah, and they hop in this this giant white carriage-like vehicle. What do you call it? I call it an automobile. I fucking love his car, Steve. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's got six wheels. It is four city blocks long conservatively yeah, pretty much yeah it's <laughs> it's it definitely does not have a good turning radius <laughs> and one of the things i love about so captain nemo in this is is an indian fellow yeah yeah oh he's like a master engineer and yeah designer. but what i love is they gave so like india they, they've all got they've got that really intricate like styling they do oh yeah, yeah like yeah. All, all their, all their stuff is really ornately like decorated. They give that to his car, like in polished silver, and that. And then, when as soon as we're introduced to the Nautilus, yeah. it oh, it's just it's, it feels right to me. So we take the automobile over to the East London mm-hmm. docks. We meet a gentleman there um, in his, I don't know, private study or whatever, of like thousands yeah. of bookshelves and. Well, stuff. well, before they get invited in, they knock on the door, and uh, Mr. Dorian, I believe it is, the. They need to speak with him. He has he's already been contacted by the Brits. He has no interest in joining the league whatsoever until he sees Mina. Mm. Yes. Mina changes his mind. Come in, Mina, come in. Yes, the good Dorian Gray. Yes. Yeah. What his special skill is, I believe, experience. Yes. He says. Experience. And okay, when I watched this for the first time, mm-hmm. instantly it's like, okay, this is the bad guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because he doesn't. He doesn't look a thing like Dracula. We find out he's fucking immortal. It's yeah, because like, okay, he's from the picture of Dorian Gray. If yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a if horrible... you guys aren't familiar with that story, uh, the story of the picture Dorian Gray is about a guy who's afraid of death, so he has a special portrait commissioned, and he can never look upon the portrait. But basically, it will age for him. Like, is the whole thing. It, Except for he's, like, mean and greedy and all of that, and he ends up with his comeuppance yeah. in the end. But, yeah, so he's immortal as long as he never gazes upon his own picture. Indeed. Basically, they're sitting there trying to convince him, and he's mm-hmm. like, nah, st- I'm still not interested. It was good to see you, Mina, and all, but I'm good. Yeah, Mina, why are you even doing this? Like, like because I have to stand for something, or I don't remember. She has to do something now that her husband's dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> not just being an old widow. Haggard at the age of 32. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then they're instantly surrounded by <gasps> dozens of armored guys with machine guns yeah. or whatever. It already in the shelves, like surrounding the place, yep. high ground and everything. Oh, yeah. And then everybody's like, God damn you, Gray. Like, they're not mine. <laughs> I'm like, of course they're his. <laughs> There's no other excuse. So There's the only very, one way in. The very first time I watched that, I remember my thinking why. Nobody was like super panicked, as I think. Like I think it's you're supposed to believe that uh, Dorian thinks they're all with with the league, yeah, and the league thinks that they're, they're with, all Dorian, with Dorian. So yeah, so they're not going to shoot unless he says exact, something. Uh, yeah, so like like you're supposed to be led to believe the Dorian's like, ugh, you're going to try and manhandle me with a bunch of goons, yeah. and the league is like, ugh, he's going to force us out with all his like, goons. Oh, they're not mine. And then then they start getting a little concerned. Okay, yeah, all right, that that may come out. And then the masked man comes down, and uh, is this when he introduces himself? Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah, this is where he introduces himself as I am the Phantom. 
And I'm like, well, fuck you are! Boo! <laughs> <laughs> You're not the Phantom. He's got a thick Russian accent. Yeah, totally. I'm like, is the Phantom of the Opera Russian? <laughs> Maybe it'll play later. Rush yeah. is the bad guy at this time period, babe. Also, we have to note that all the armored guys look and sound just like Nazis. Even though it's World War One, and they don't technically oh, exist yeah. yet. It's like they're pre Nazis. 40 years before. They're yeah. still, they're, they're pre Nazis. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever you need good people to dispose of. <laughs> you know. Steve, I love a movie where Nazis get shot down. I just do. And I'm sorry, that might be controversial. And uh, if you don't like that statement, just stop listening to our podcast in general. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Punch a Nazi. <laughs> But then, uh, then they start getting the shootout. And Quartermain starts sniping people off. Uh, oh, oh, that's right. The, the shootout starts when uh, one of the armored guys like starts shooting on the on on the other armored guys. Yeah. And then everybody starts firing back. There's a little double cross he, in there. Tra- he's trying to take out uh, the Phantom. Yeah. 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 So, uh, everybody starts shooting around, and we the guy starts disrobing from his armor, which is awkward at best. Uh, you know, yeah. Not a choice, but we find this is uh, an American of some sort, you know, because mm. he's got his his vest on. So what yeah. else could it be, right? Well, he says something too, and he's got he's already got his southern accent. Oh yeah, that's right. And then uh, so they start shooting around. Um, yeah, he screams something like, "You're a dead man!" Yeah, right. Oh, that's right. And this is where Dorian Gray gets lit up with a fucking machine yeah. gun. Dorian! And then he's just like, "God damn it!" Like, cuts out the guy's armor and stabs him. He's like, "Yeah." He's well. like, "Now I have to go change my shirt, you son of a bitch." <laughs> the shit's expensive. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and as uh, you can tell, I don't have a lot of help. <laughs> oh, and they get down to like the the last guy who like takes Mina's hostage or whatever. He's like, yeah. "Back off, and the guy who gets it." Yep, Sean right. Connery's like, oh, the woman, she's always in charge. You always have to be rescued. They're always a distraction. And Mina's like, no, the mistake is you think I'm the one who needs protecting. <sighs> what does she do, Steve? It's like, bites him right in the fucking jugular. No, she's thrown out. <laughs> Drinks his blood. <sighs> and everybody's just staring. Our southern gentleman comes back to the party and just like, whoa. What? what did I walk into here? <laughs> and then I like how she, she gets up and she's like, oh, let me fix my hair. Let me check my makeup a bit. Get the blood off my eyebrows. You, uh, you missed a spot there. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Hi, I'm Special Agent Tom Sawyer. Yeah! <laughs> you know, I hear that Tom Sawyer is a mean, mean guy. Uh, but they still have one more person they need for the team. But, but they, they have to go to Paris. How do they get there, babe? The Nautilus! The Nautilus is the Nautilus the greatest vehicle in cinema history. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you pe- don't have people to will say Millennium Falcon or the USS Enterprise or whatever. I'm going to argue the Nautilus and the War Rig from Fear- Fury Fast Road. From Fury Road. <laughs> Fast and Fury Road, yeah. Fast and Fury Road. <laughs> the, the, those are the two of the greatest vehicles in, like... All of movie dumb. Yeah, and and again, you were talking about like the design elements and stuff. Of yeah, it. like it's this huge fucking like huge submarine. Vessel. Yeah, I, I don't know cruise ship. He basically. calls it the sword of the sea. Yeah, well, it's shaped like a sword. Yeah, and, yeah, it's fucking awesome. The 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 designs on this is so good. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like, they go inside and check it out. It's it's basically Nemo's like a, a city on the ocean. Yeah, and Nemo's got an army of crazy loyal men. Yeah, and they're all, like, engineers and stuff, yeah. so it's like, if anything goes wrong, they're like, oh, okay, cool, we just build it right here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he, basically, Nemo, Nemo's uh, assembled some of, like, the greatest engineering minds aboard his ship. Yeah, well, you know, India, they're full of them, so. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, in, 
I forget what book Nemo is from, but that was Captain Nemo or something. Maybe, but like I think he's he's originally introduced in a in another book, and he's he's a pirate, and his whole thing is he wants to take down the British Empire after his wife and child are murdered, ah. and uh, every time he kills somebody, he feels like insanely like remorseful remorseful for it. He he hates the death, especially of his own men, but even of like. Uh, like enemies, but his like sole purpose in life is to take down the Brit- like the Brits. Vengeance, you might say. Exactly. So it's sort of interesting that he's the character they would recruit. Yeah. But that's also why, uh, while aboard, everybody's sort of like you, you're past, you know, fucking talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, you're just a pirate and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, obviously, so. I'm not just a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, that that's why everybody's sort of mean to him because they're like well he's gonna turn on us at any time and slaughter us all yeah he's the one that's gonna turn on everybody <laughs> mm-hmm. not anybody else <laughs> well and so alan quartermain's character too is supposed to hate the british empire like yeah, yeah. it i i want to get a hold of this comic book because i'm curious if they're gonna in- incorporate all of these uh yeah they may have more character arcs and stuff than they yeah than they have time for one. in this yeah, well, and, and when they're aboard the Nautilus, like, they get a lot of, you get a lot of the backstories and mm-hmm. stuff, and it's really just more drama than anything else that you don't need in this movie, but you gotta fill the runtime, so. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so they take the Nautilus, and yeah. they go to Paris. Don't ask me how to get to Paris on the Nautilus. I assume they just go up the river or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we, when we cut their uh, Quartermain and Sawyer driving around the automobile, yeah. And they're chasing what appears to be a giant monkey wearing a top hat. <laughs> and, yeah. But then... They're they, trying to hurt him. Yeah, they're, try, they're trying to hurt him into their ultimate weapon. What is it, babe? The only thing that can stop any huge ape-like creature. There's anything I've learned from movies. The only thing. No villain can ever escape. Or good guy. No one can escape. The net. The net. <laughs> Yeah, they snatch, uh, snatch this Sandra thing. Sandra Bullock. Yes. <laughs> Sandra Bullock put in the codes and snatched them up in the net. Yeah. Nope, it's a net. Yeah, and they net. bring him aboard the Nautilus, and he immediately, he is so upset, he's shaking this vessel. What could this creature be that's so big it can shake the Nautilus, which is like, I don't know, conservatively twice the size of the Empire State Building? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so then we, uh, Quartermain shows up, says, Welcome aboard, Mr. Hyde. Ah! <laughs> ah, what are you for? You got me aboard this ship. <laughs> Wait. S- Statham? Statham? <laughs> is, he, is he Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Actually, yeah, I think his voice is the most Statham. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, he's aboard the Nautilus. Uh, you got Hyde in there, and he's kind of just... <laughs> That's right, because I wanted uh, The Rock for, uh, for Quartermain. That's oh, right, because right. we were going to have Kevin Hart as the Invisible Man. Yeah. Because <laughs> we need somebody obnoxious who's going to follow Quartermain around. Yeah, someone for comic relief, quote-unquote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you'd like to hear uh, other people ca- recasting Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen, catch our Castaway episode from <gasps> last month. Yeah! Got some pretty good ones in there, actually. <laughs> but yeah, so basically they get high to bore, and they're basically like, hey, we can use your skills, and, you know, we can get take you back to your uh, hometown of London where you got kicked yeah. out of from, you know... Your past indiscretions. Yes, like, the uh, the the queen is willing to forgive you if you will do this for, for 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 queen and country. Indeed, indeed, for queen and country. Um, and yeah, you know, yeah, Hyde like shrinks down to Doctor Jekyll, and so you yeah. need him to because he he, and... he he agree he agrees to it, and he knows that the only way he's going to be like 
Hyde has figured out he needs Jekyll already at this point. Yeah. Again, if you're familiar with that story, uh, in general, uh, it's a guy, the doctor creates a formula, creates basically a super strong alter ego who tries to consume him. Yeah. And then it's a, you know, sort of the battle between man and creature. Within. Definitely nothing to do with gamma radiation or turning green when he gets angry or anything like that. Nope, straight formula. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a complete, yeah. completely different property. Oh, yeah, so yeah, this, this is where all the character filler stuff kind of gets in there. Uh, there's also a weird scene where uh, Skinner, the Invisible Man, is, like, caught in Quartermain's room. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, so the Invisible Man guy is standing there naked in Quartermain's room just mm-hmm. watching? Is... He's gathering information. Hmm. 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 I think he also is looking to see if there's anything to steal. By the way, Steve, how an invisible naked man can steal something if we've learned anything from this <laughs> yeah. month? Oh, nature's pocket. But <laughs> that's really the only way, right? And that's the only that's the only thing I can think yeah, of. Yeah, they have to swallow it or swallow it. <laughs> Open up. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, we get some uh uh, some backstory like, like Quartermain's son died in the last mission that's why he basically like retired to uh to africa to just kind of be alone and not have to kill again yep he took his son along with him on a mission but he didn't train his son well enough yeah oh and dorian tells mina his his weakness the painting yeah i'm like why would he say that to anybody because he's in love with mina <laughs> so babe do you know what my weakness is i do not punch it? Well, it's... <laughs> yeah, semi-automatic weapons. Like, okay, you might have a point there. <laughs> no, your weakness is movies with sad dad endings. I told you that in confidence. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> Delete this part of the episode. Goddamn you, Frequency. <laughs> You're too stupid of a movie to cry at. It's okay, babe. They're called emotions. Time-traveling <laughs> ham radio. I think they even made a sequel. Oh, no, wait. It was a TV series, wasn't it? I think so. I think oh, it was a god damn it! <laughs> I think it came on right after uh, the Dead Zone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Somebody's also groaning to their phone. Uh, uh, I watched that shit. Yeah, it's around this time uh, we start getting little hints that uh, some somebody some, somebody may be in cahoots, <gasps> and uh, there's like a missing vial of uh, Doctor Jekyll's formula and uh, some other shit. Yeah. That's right. They find a blueprint uh, that's like something for like Da Vinci's model of a bomb. Mm-hmm. And I must have completely missed that part of uh, Da Vinci <laughs> Code <laughs> because because they're like, oh, if they use Da Vinci's model, they could uh, cause an explosion that could take out an entire city. <gasps> and, or, you know, basically like, oh, yeah, Da Vinci was totally making like nuclear weapons or. Yeah, of course. Something like that or thermite. Yeah, there was also a Da Vinci's model of a tank. Oh yeah, yeah, and the helicopter and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. So they so they get to Venice and they're uh, looking. Da Vinci's Necronomicon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's how you make zombies, I tell you. <laughs> if it works for Jesus, it can work for us. <laughs> oh wait, he's Italian. If it don't work for Jesus, it's gonna work for us. I'm a Da Vinci. <laughs> now excuse me while I make the pizza. <laughs> the the gets very upset if they are not uh, not fed on time. <laughs> I've only got the thirty minutes. <laughs> okay. But they don't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Da Vinci, your your methods are mad. How can you put cheese inside of the crust? <laughs> Steve, I show you. <laughs> Steve, 
We have a new, we have our new uh, radio opera or whatever uh, radio no- novel. Oh yeah, yeah. Radio novella. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the real history. No, no. See, you put a three times at the pepperoni. <laughs> what? My God, that's a crazy amount of pepperoni. And then you said two at a time, with the crazy bread. But I have to make it quickly, otherwise they don't pay us. Thirty right. <laughs> minutes was free. <laughs> That's the one thing I learned from a little Caesar. He told me. <laughs> I was looking at Caesar's, <laughs> at our little Caesar's faces, <laughs> aka his diaries of the day. <laughs> if you read the inscription, it says "pizza, pizza," which means two pizzas are better than one. <laughs> what do you say, Mario? <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Mario. <laughs> So anyway, so they're in Venice, <laughs> and they're looking for this bomb, this giant bomb that's set to blow up and, you know, destroy the whole city of Venice. Babe, where would be the first place you would look in Venice for a giant bomb if you're planning on killing everybody? A canal? Where would you go, Steve? I would think something like Medici Square would be like, all right, check that one off, you know. <laughs> you know, where the uh, pigeon double take happened. And, of course. Uh, <laughs> By the way... The Nautilus, as, as we said, conservatively, oh, yeah. two, two and a half, three Empire State buildings long, going down the canals of Venice? Yep, just the little canals. No, uh, the waves aren't even, like, taking out any of the buildings or, the, I don't know, the bikes tied to the side on the stick posts or whatever. Yep, until it literally wedges itself in and can't go for any further. Yeah. It's like, well, like, well, we're oh, here. We're here! <laughs> You'll have to walk the rest of the like, way. I've been to Venice. The Grand Canal's pretty big, I'll give it that. But every every other one, it's like, eh, two-lane road. Like, like fitting fitting two Puget, was it Peugeots or whatever through there, that'd be kind of a, <laughs> kind of a feat. A couple jet skis at a time. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's under Medici Plaza where uh, the bomb is. And, uh... They're like, okay, we got to get to the find this bomb, and all of a sudden they hear rumbling, and it's like apparently starting on the other side of town, the city starts collapsing. Oh shit! There must be more than one bomb. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, and then and then they get the plan where, all right, so to stop this cascade of falling buildings, we yeah, need so to take figuring, out a building. They somehow figured out that <laughs> the first explosion was setting off the rest of the explosions, so they needed oh. to basically stop it and crush it before it could keep going. And how are they going to do that? Well, the Nautilus has a cannon, but how would they know where to where to position it? Can you track your automobile? Do you have low jack? Of course. Well, then follow me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom, Sol- Tom Sawyer and Alan Quartermain to the rescue. Oh, everybody's in the car. That's right, everybody gets in the car. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, Mina's in there too, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, Dorian goes with Oh, yeah, Dorian too, that's right. Oh, that's right, because they're like, hard, we could really use your help, and uh, Jekyll's like, no, I won't do it. I won't release the beast. Then what good are you? (laughs) Dorian, you're such an asshole. He is a smug motherfucker. Oh, he is, but at the same time, what's anybody going to do about it? It's true, like, whatever. (laughs) He's twice as old, and probably the best looking one, I guess? I mean, I mean, he's no yeah, Sean Connery. No, no. He's but... no James Bond, but... <laughs> right? 
I'd say Mina Harker, but, you know, <laughs> the one female character in this movie. Right? Oh, by the way, there's also a subplot of all of the guys are apparently in love with her, except for Quartermain. Yeah. <laughs> Quarter- Tom Sawyer's really trying to get in there, her pants. Quartermain's uh, like, I haven't had a hot on in seven years. <laughs> buried two wives and countless lovers. I'm not interested. Right. And, uh, yeah, uh, Tom Sawyer's trying to get up in those guts. Um, Dorian already has. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see who will Oh, uh, yeah, and... Um, yeah, Jekyll is fighting internally with Hyde. Hyde's like, let me whip her in half. <laughs> she won't even look at you. She looked at me. She looked at me, didn't she? <laughs> she needs a driver. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so ba- basically, yeah, they're driving through the streets of Venice. With, and apparently nobody lives in this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I guess they're all supposed to be well, at the carnival no party or whatever yeah. that's going on. And uh, so yeah, they're driving through. Um, oh yeah, and there's like guys like posted up in all these buildings like shooting snipers. down at them and stuff like that are uh, pre-nazi snipers which brings me to my next point yeah if the whole city's blowing up and there's a cascade of falling buildings yeah. coming that way they're expendable are they robots maps have they all been brainwashed by the phantom yes okay we'll go with that because that's the only reason i'd be like oh shit he's blowing us all up um i'm gonna start running this way fuck fuck <laughs> what else is going on i want to live I want to live to see this new world. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're, so they're driving along, but yeah, they're, they're getting shot at, and Mina's like, "All right, I got this." <laughs> Turns into a shit ton of bats. That's and... after Dorian had jumped out. Oh well, yeah, Dorian jumped Dorian out. Dorian jumped like, out and was fighting play. everybody with swords because yeah. bullets do nothing. Yeah, true. <laughs> Fun fact: you don't run out of machetes. <laughs> yeah. or, sorry, machetes don't run out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yeah, so yeah, Mina turns into uh, yeah enough bats to cover the city, and it just starts like throwing people like off yeah. the top of the buildings, well, or ripping eating their them fucking and... throats out. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, like Tom Sawyer's, uh, he's he's like shooting the guys too, and Quartermain is. They like kind of yeah. switch like who's driving and who's shooting, but then Quartermain's like, well, I can't fucking drive. You take the wheel. Take the wheel. I got this. Pew. Yes, but then they turn a corner and Quartermain catches a glimpse of the Phantom. Oh, this is my this is my stop. Whoop! <laughs> jumps. Quick, get as far, get as close to the blast as you can. And then shoot the flare, and then Nemo will fire a rocket at you. Yeah. By the way, run, he has rockets. Run like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quartermain's uh, chasing the Phantom through the streets and the rubble. Tom Sawyer's driving the car jumps it I, I don't yeah he like jumps it like over a canal like into a building as yeah. the rocket's like coming at Shoot, it shoots like... the flare yeah uh yeah nemo shoots the rocket <laughs> yeah and yeah. then blows up a building and i guess that stopped it cool all right yeah. sold uh meanwhile quartermain's chasing the phantom down yeah. like um i forget it's like go up like a tower or something or yeah, they go up Big Ben. No, wait, wrong They're, city. Yeah, they go up some some clock tower. You know, <laughs> one of those in Assassin's Creed, and, <laughs> and they go up uh, the Assassin's Tower. And then, uh, yeah, they basically chase them through, and uh, he gets them like kind of cornered. The Phantom gets cornered. Cormain's like, I already know about your spy Skinner. Because oh, yeah, that's right. Because they can't yeah. find Skinner, the Invisible Man, Skinner. either. So like they assume yep. he's the guy doing it. He's like, Do you know? And then we go, cut back to uh, the Nautilus. Yeah. And uh, Dorian Gray's like in the engine room like, how's everything going in here? Are we about ready to go? You're the first one back. Uh, just had to launch that rocket. You're, you know, that Skinner, man. I swear, he's just like fucking everything up. Somebody has changed all my gauges. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait to beat that guy's ass. Well, it wasn't Skinner. 
Wait, what? <laughs> no, Dorian no. Gray's the bad guy. Oh, the oh, first mate. What a twist. All right. So yeah, the Phantom escapes and uh, the Quartermain comes back as everybody else is starting to come back. and. Oh, no, the Phantom doesn't escape. Oh, wait, he doesn't? Because we well we find out who the Phantom is. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. So the Phantom takes off his mask, and it's <gasps> M. Oh. Hello, 007. I knew you would find me eventually. M. <laughs> that's right. Name Judy Dench is the I Phantom. Didn't no. I didn't think no. you had it in you. <laughs> it's like no, no, no. It's the M from the beginning of the movie that got him, got everybody together. <laughs> And you may be wondering, huh, then what was the point of getting them all together? That will be explained later. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, did Quartermain get stabbed? Somebody got stabbed. The Well, the, the first mate got got shot by... Um, by Dorian Gray. By no, Dorian. No, M is the Phantom, stabbed. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Anyway, M gets yeah, away. Any, anyway, yeah, yeah M, M, M gets away to fight, you know... Was it like one of the generals or something like snuck up on him or I don't know. Anyway, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever happens, uh, M gets away. Uh, Cormain goes back to, uh, to the Nautilus. Like uh, I think Sawyer picks him up yeah. and they run back. No, no, no. Because uh, he 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 comes back and he uh, Mina flies in and everybody and because uh, Cormain goes where where is Sawyer? Because he's like oh shit the kids oh shit he got blown up. Kill another kid. Well, that's and... right. He comes like out of the shadows. And yeah, like, hey, I'm just fine. Yeah, because the car got blown up. Yeah. Yeah, so he had to run back, too. And, yeah. Which, by the way, Quartermain outran Tom Sawyer. Just to run exactly. that out there. Um, <laughs> well, he had, like, a half a mile start. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Okay, we'll give him that. Yeah, Mina goes over and is like, oh, Tom, are you all right? And he kind of steps back and she's like, don't worry, I've had my fill of throats for the night. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> I've satiated my bloodlust. And then, uh, and that's right. And then the uh, that's second, the second in charge of the Nautilus comes out. The first mate comes out. Yeah. And he's bleeding to death, and it's like, it wasn't Skinner. It was Gray the whole time. <gasps> Where is Gray? That's he, when we find out one of the port windows, these cool bubbly windows, unscrews and falls in. What? And what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's my exploration pod. Not an escape pod, an exploration it's an ex- pod. Yes, because he's a deep sea explorer. Indeed. Why, why, besides, pirates don't escape. What was it called? Like the Nautiline or something? Oh, I don't know. I just said the explore, oh, exploration yeah, it's, it's, pod. It's, it's like, so it's like the Nautilus and then it's yeah, like the, 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 the Nautilini. Exactly. It's something like <laughs> that. He's just a little Nautilus. He's a little Nautilus. Yeah, he's like a Da Vinci like... make. He's <laughs> not Nautilini noodles. Nautilinis. <laughs> <laughs> They're like... <laughs> They're like a little baby crabs. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. the Nanino? <laughs> yeah. Nanito? El Nino. <laughs> That's the boy. Uh, but yeah, then they uh, all jump aboard the Nautilus. Yes. And there's a recording disc message. <gasps> we found this. We thought this was for you. It's some sort of recording disc. Let's put it on the uh, harmonophone or whatever the fuck the old ta- yeah. tiny uh, record players are. Yeah. And this is where, okay... <laughs> So the the recording disc, like they're basically just playing a record, but then you also get like a black and white like mini movie with like yes. all different angles of stuff of like them recording the mm-hmm. the disc. This which is, is kind of this funny. is what's pl- there. It's a flashback. Yeah, yeah, of them like recording yes. it, and it's like, hello, this is M. By now, my plan. If you're hearing this, my plan is gone according to plan. Uh-huh. And, 
And, of course, you figured out that Dorian Gray is the evil bastard that still yes, betrayed you. I, Dorian Gray, am the one who betrayed you. It turns out M has something that I hold very near and dear to my heart, and so I couldn't say no. Also, fuck you all. Also, you all, you all very boring, yeah. <laughs> and M's like, that's right, I sent this wolf in your sheep's clothing. <laughs> Rawr. Or a growl. What the fuck? Doreen Gray, you do. Yeah. And uh, so meanwhile, Dr. Jekyll is uh, sort of having a hard time, and he catches a reflection of himself, and he can see Hyde, and Hyde's like, turn it oh, off! Turn it off! Turn it off! Something bad's gonna happen! Yeah, and this whole disc is like, that's right, my plan was just to uh, steal all of your powers, and then I'm going to use it to destroy the world. Yes, and a sample sweet. of Mr. Skinner's invisible skin. Mina's blood. Uh, a vial of formula. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, contact lenses. No, right. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, let's just say, why do you bring in Quartermain? Well, because he's the leader. Because he's Bond. He's the name recognition. He's the one who brings everybody together. I guess. Who, yeah. Who's the second biggest star in this movie, babe? <laughs> you know, let's move on. Was Ron Perlman in this movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Basically, still the powers. Um, oh, the the Indians' technology. Oh yeah, the technology. That's right. Yeah. All the blueprints and stuff. Yeah, and uh, oh, and by the way, there's a uh, a a supersonic sound also recorded in with this disc, only acknowledgeable by animals and crystals. And you, you notice uh, the, all the chandeliers are starting to vibrate. It's like uh, we've placed bombs all around your ship, and by the end of this recording, it will activate them all to blow. <laughs> no, the Nautilus! Son of a bitch! With our hindquarters are taking in water, we're sinking. <laughs> oh, by the way, now they've apparently already escaped uh, escaped Venice and are in the uh, deepest, yeah. deepest, darkest. My hat is like sharks. Yeah, I, I thought they were like still in port. I'm like, wait, they don't have far to fall. <laughs> if oh they're, no, they're in Venice, but up, apparently the Nautilus is fucking fast. Now they're going like the bottom of the Mariana Trench or something. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also, uh, as, as shit's like blowing up, uh, they're mm. like, Hyde, we could really use your help. And he's like, all right. And he jumps down in there with like a vial. Oh no, Hyde tells Jekyll. He's like, oh, we yeah, can yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, we can right, help. We right. can get down and reverse the engines because the engine room's already flooded. He's like, we could reverse the engines and we could pump the water out. And Jekyll's like, how can I trust you? You've only been nothing but a terror. And Hyde's like, just trust me on this one. Just trust me. I want to live too, damn it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he like, like swim down in there. He like takes the vial and like yeah. turns big and reverses like, the engines. I and... like the way they handled the transformations on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was... they kind of do it like an like an explosion. He's sort of like an old timey photograph, and you kind of yeah. get steel shots. Yeah, but I yeah, like yeah. the way they handled it because they knew they couldn't ha- that yeah, they it, didn't have the technology. I think that was exactly the CGI's yeah. spotty up as, and they're like, "Well, we can kind of cut around that." And, and... The, so I think they handled it really well. Yeah, personally. I agree. I agree. Plus, it sort of fits with it, like it's kind of old timey and. Yeah. You almost expect it to be a black and white uh, flashback message, exactly. like with uh, M and uh, Dorian Gray. <laughs> but yeah, <no. laughs> but yeah, they uh, yeah gets the they get opens up the the vents on the engine or whatever. It gets the pump reversing, yep. uh, so the Nautilus can go back to the surface. She bobs up to the surface. Everybody's got a what the bends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets it. Symbolisms and dies immediately. <laughs> End yeah. of movie. I'm sure it was still pressurized on the inside. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. Um, but then they start getting a Morse code message. <laughs> it's Skinner. <laughs> he says he's found... He, 
He, he's on the ship that uh, Dorian Gray and Emma are on. And to follow his signal, which we can totally get from Morse code. Can we? No, no, no. Well, yeah. they can track the Nautilini. Well, oh, that, oh, that's right, the exploration They were, yeah, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, tracking right. the Nautilini anyway, yeah. but then they make sure they still can because everything's been blown to, fu- bl- yeah. blown to hell. Um, so the engines aren't what they were, so they're not going to be able to make the same time as the Nautilini. So they're going to be behind, but they can trace to where it's going. So then was Skinner in the... He's in the Nautilini. With yeah, okay. Yeah. Right, he snuck aboard. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Yeah. And, and then now they're aboard this other ship that's taking them elsewhere, no, so they no, can't they, be... they keep tracking... The, the Nautilini is what he took all the way out to the ice castle. Because that's what oh. he's running... That's what he's running to Oh, that's end. right. That is there at the end of... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought they had done something clever like switch it, but... Uh, no, okay, okay. Nope. Got it, got it. All right, well, that makes sense. Where do they follow him to, babe? <gasps> Mongolia. The frozen lakes of Mongolia. Yeah. Oh, and they tell us how they get there. They, they go up... Uh, some river to another river yeah, into the, the deep frozen lakes. I think it was like accessible. the, the Amur River. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I love it. It's great. And I was like, oh, there's frozen lakes in Mongolia. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, so they find this like warehouse fortress kind of place yeah. uh, where they're. Oh, but this is where, uh, this is also where, um, oh my God, Quartermain sees his spirit animal. Oh, that's right. The uh, the Amur tiger, or the Siberian yeah. tiger. Yes, yeah, right. is it a warning? Is it a warning from Africa? <laughs> Africa. Wait, are there tigers in Africa? They're all right. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, there okay. are tigers yeah, yeah. in India. Yeah, yeah, I know there's definitely India in... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're in Africa. Let me look it up. I should know this, I feel like. You should. You're the animal I think expert. they're uh, in northern Africa. There have never been any wild tigers in Africa. Oh, shit. Okay, well, there you go. No. So, so is this the first time Quartermain's maybe seen a tiger? He's a great white hunter. Come on. Yeah, yeah, okay. He's hunted all over the world. They're yeah. not a, they're, Steve, they're not endangered yet. Yeah. But then uh, right after the, the tiger kinda goes off after Quartermain's like mesmerized. He chooses by it. not to shoot it. Yeah. It's probably the first time he's ever chosen to not make the shot. But there's somebody else walking up. <gasps> and somebody grabs Mina's butt! Yeah. Ooh. Oh I love it's me, Skinner. <laughs> Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm freezing another region yeah. off. Yeah, because he is naked and in yep. the snow. And yep. I can't feel in my extremities. I mean any of them. Any of them. I'm talking about my dangling balls, <laughs> my twig and berries. <laughs> and bangers and mash. Wait, that's not a thing. <laughs> bangers and mash is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think anyone calls their nether regions their Somebody banger and mash. has, Steve. Only <laughs> if their nuts are mash. <laughs> Hey, well, I, mean... I guess if it contains, <laughs> hey, yeah, we're, we're not gonna think too hard about it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, it's Skinner spills beans like, oh yeah, there've been all kinds of weapons and technology. Yeah, and, and they've, uh, they've got all the of tanks, us. and yeah, they they got like scientists working around the clock to develop the superpowers into something they can use for like ult- as ultimate weapons. So then the Avengers assemble. I'm sorry, the League, the Justice League, the the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen assemble. And they're ready to attack the fortress. And they just... What was it? LXG. LXG. Extreme. Because L-E-G is just weird. The League of Extreme the Gentlemen. They're the legs. L-E-Gs? The, the Loegs? The Legos. The League <laughs> the Extraordinary Gentlemen of Society. Yeah. LXG. <laughs> Assemble. Yeah, they attack the fortress. Um, Skinner starts setting yep. up these like dynamite stick bombs like all over the place. They're like, all right, we're just gonna blow this whole fucking place up. Yeah, every everybody's got a task. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ne- um, Nemo's like res- rescuing all the hostages because the they're scientists. his scientists. He kidnapped a bunch of his scientists yeah. apparently. And then uh, they're going to go ahead and uh, basically make sure the forges blow up. Like he's gonna like rig them. So so Skinner's placing dynamite, and then Nemo's gonna like use him and he's gonna free the scientists, and they're gonna make sure the forges all blow. Yeah. Uh, Mina. What is Mina? Mina's gonna go after Dorian because she's the only one who oh, can yeah, take the only him one on. Can kill him. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she's the only other immortal one. Yeah. So, uh, and the so yeah, so Sawyer and Quartermain are gonna go after him. Yeah, yeah but uh, so yeah, Q and Tom Sawyer they find him, and they reveal his true identity, <gasps> Professor Moriarty. Oh, Double twist. Oh shit! He's not. He's not Dame Judi Dench. He's Jared <laughs> Harris. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, Professor Moriarty put this all together. The Napoleon of crime, if you will. Yeah. Um, and then it starts cutting between like all the different subplot battles going on. So there's yeah. like the uh, the immortal knife fight between Harker and Gray, where they're like, ting, 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 ting. I like when Gray just stops and he's like, we'll be at this all day. <laughs> at this all day. Because <laughs> yeah. neither of them can be hurt by this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, um, Hyde goes down and starts tr- stra- uh, trashing things and making a. Uh, a distraction while Nemo's freeing the scientists, and then the head of the guard, the head Nazi. Oh, he just like chugs, chugs an entire vial. bottle. No, don't drink the entire. Not bottle. the entire bottle. And then he turns into the Abomination. Oh, <laughs> fuck. I don't know. It doesn't really have a name. I don't. Even, I don't even think the character had a name before he did it. But head we're, Nazi. We're just gonna call him the Abomination since he's fighting yeah. the Hulk. I mean, uh, Mister Hyde. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. And they start fighting. Clank, clank, clank. I like um, that, so, like, the animation on him wasn't the greatest, but I like some of the little yeah. things, like, one of his arms is yeah. monstrously bigger than the other, yeah. which, I mean, he, first off, they have, they haven't perfected the formula, obviously, oh, they're yeah, trying yeah. to rip off his, so it would be a little more unstable, and then also he took way too much of a dose. Yeah, true, yeah, so, that's, it, yeah. That, yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty good, and honestly just as good as the uh the incredible hulk movie with ed norton with the abomination yeah i mean that was all like super dark and stuff too when they were fighting yeah <laughs> and i think that was even like four or five years later oh yeah the um when tom sawyer like stumbles upon like who he thinks is uh skinner but like yeah. what makes you think i'm skinner it's another invisible guy oh, with an the invisible knife assassin. And, and so tom sawyer's like trying to like yeah so yeah, we get all that. Oh, and the uh, the armored flamethrower guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flamethrowers. Yeah, always a good thing. Oh yeah, then, we go, we cut back to uh, Harker and Gray. They're having their fight. Oh, that's right. She, he, uh, Gray like uh, impaled Harker. Yeah, like ah, oh. like the she's bed. dead, just lying there. Uh, I always thought was I always thought I'd nail you. But I didn't mean one like this time. or something. Yeah. Oh, I always wanted to nail you one last time. Just didn't think it'd be like this. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, she basically like snaps out of it and like. Imp- oh, he pulls the sword back out of her. Oh, okay, and yeah, is yeah. walking away, and so that I guess like releases her from her her coma. I, I think she was playing possum. I think is a little bit. Idea. Yeah. So well, he like put and his... she, she spotted his uh, his picture wrapped yeah. up in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she sneaks over when he's not paying attention, picks it up. Oh no! First she uh, oh, she right. like cuts him up a little bit and like yeah. basically knit, like impales him and like puts him into the wall so he can't move. Can't, can't even like pull it out. <laughs> yeah. And then that's when she goes to grab the picture, mm-hmm. takes the cover off, 
Dorian, why don't you face the real monster? By the way, the portrait kind of looks like Jack Sparrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was really like, oh, that's like a, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a Jack Sparrow about the time of Pirates Five. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Try losing a little hair on the top. <laughs> or, or the oh, the Keith saying, Richards is dad Keith or whatever. Yeah. Keith Richards <laughs> shows him a picture of Keith Richards instantly starts melting and turning <laughs> to dust. Yeah. Yes, and just like in the book, Dorian's picture reverts back to a young, handsome man, yep. and he's just a pile of dust. Yeah. Mina one. Oh, that's right. They go back and they find uh, Skinner. Uh, he was well, he's part of like some explosion or something, so he's been like burned, and he's got like the little patches. Yes, he and... he. Oh, uh, he got hit with the flamethrower guy. That's right. That's flamethrower right. guy got got Skinner. So. Yeah, so he's got the actual burns actually stay on yeah. him, unlike Hollow Man. Ugh. Um, and then uh, the other invisible guy, I think, shows yeah, up. And, yeah, like, and he's got Sawyer. Uh, he's got a, the the knife to Sawyer's throat. Meanwhile, um, the uh, Captain Nemo and Hyde are they can't they can't fight the abomination. They just have to wait till his formula wears off. Yeah. But the uh, the other guys basically got him got them cornered and just just trying to bust <laughs> through a wall to get to ah, him. Get him. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, and then so then they're just kind of waiting it out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we just need to wait it out. And then like the arm yep. comes through, grabs ah! him by the grabs Hyde by the head, and starts like tr- smashing him, trying to pull yeah. him out. And he's like, oh shit, that's good. And kind of like, and then that's when Captain Nemo steps into action, yeah. pulls out a sword, Whing! and starts going fucking Ginsu on him. By the way, Captain Nemo's like the biggest badass of this movie, right? Yeah, yeah pretty much. He's the muscle and the brains. Yeah. And the beauty. I mean, that beard. Mm. <laughs> oh, that beard. Before it's you could, time. You could lose your whole hand in that beard. Oh, imagine how many crumbs are in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know my love of snacks. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we uh, and then we cut back Quartermain and Ammer fighting. And uh, Quartermain kind of like like knocks at, uh, oh, Moriarty, whatever the fuck you yeah. want to call him at this point. Uh, kind of knocks him down, and he finds an axe. And I was so yeah. waiting for the line, I have one last thing to axe you. <laughs> we were <laughs> but, saying it. But it doesn't happen, unfortunately. <laughs> Instead, uh, uh, we get a giant explosion. <laughs> ah! Abomination gets, like, crushed under, like, the way of, like, yeah. the falling fortress and stuff on him. Quartermain's got, like, Quartermain Moriarty, like, get, dead to rights. his gun, and he's about yeah. ready to shoot him. And then uh, Moriarty's like, I wouldn't take that shot if I were you. Looks like you trained uh, Sawyer as well as you trained your son. He sees in the reflection that Sawyer's behind him and is like, oh, shit. He shoots the other bad guy, yeah, but that's when Moriarty uh, okay. pulls a knife out of his belt and stabs Quartermain in the back. Ah. Ah, and then jumps out the window <laughs> and pulls out his bat wings. Yeah, and fucking bat wings. Totally like... <laughs> It's a, it's like Batman Returns type Batman yeah. like sticks in a cape. <laughs> the map. Yeah, glides to safety off down off the thirteen story yeah. pillar onto the frozen lakes of Mongolia. Yeah, and then just starts running. He's running for the Nautilini. Yeah, it's so Sawyer runs over and Quartermain's like, shoot him quick, grab Matilda. Who's Matilda? His gun. I don't think we'd mentioned. Oh, did we not mention? Oh, yeah. Quartermain's gun is Matilda. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, yeah. So Warriors got Matilda. Starts taking yeah, aim. Quartermain's like, take your time. You've got breaths. all the time in the world. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Oh, he, sorry, sorry. He knows. He knows that. Uh, 
Oh, sorry. I, th- I thought that was uh, Tom Sawyer relaxing. Oh, yes. Tom Sawyer relaxes. <laughs> he relaxes his belt. All right, I'm ready. Takes the shot. <laughs> <gasps> oh, just before he reaches the Natalini, Moriarty's shot down. The box containing all the samples of all of the extraordinary gentlemen tumbles into the ocean and see. Or not the ocean, or I'm sorry. The, the lake, lakes of Magnol- yeah. Mag- Magnolia. Mongolia. (laughs) (laughs) The frozen lakes of the Magnolia state of Louisiana. (laughs) And sinks to the bottom. And and Sawyer's like, yeah, I got him! Quartermain's like, oh, good. (sighs) (laughs) A lot of of corp shit going on in this movie. It's incredible. Um, So yeah, unfortunately, Quartermain has passed. Mm Mm-hmm. And they take the body back to Africa and hold a little yep, funeral for him. Yep, now we're in Africa. He's being mar- buried next to his son and wives. Yep. And we got a little, uh, little I don't know, out, witch doctor. Out, out in the fields, there's a witch doctor. <laughs> oh, did we, did, we never explained uh, why Quartermain was blessed. Quartermain uh, explains that, uh, well, supposedly, he, everybody, the rumor is he's indestructible. And he says, well, I was blessed by a, uh, a witch doctor once. I saved his village and... Uh, in return, he said that Africa would never let me die. And that's, oh, that yep. was when they were in London. He goes, well, they are not in Africa anymore. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so they're at the funeral and Tom Sawyer lays Matilda down on his, on Quartermain's grave. Yep. And uh, what is the league going to do now? They're going to join them. Captain Nemo. He's got the Nautilus all oh, fixed. Oh, that's right. They're going to travel the world. They're going to travel the world in 80 what, days. what adventures and... they can have. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And off in the distance, the shaman's having his little ceremony, not lighting the entire savannah And as everybody walks away, a storm rolls in. We cut. The ground is shaking. Ah! Credits. Roll credits. I so wanted a fucking zombie hand to come out of there and grab the. I know. <laughs> Dude, sequel bag. It was a sequel bag. And then, when, and then when Quartermain comes back, he's Japanese. You only live twice, <laughs> Mister Quartermain. He's, he's the Iron Chef. The- <laughs> oh shit! Mark Dacascos would be amazing. <laughs> Mark Dacascos as Quartermain would be fucking amazing. Hollywood. I know this was a, a big bust. Make it happen, though. I don't know why this was a big bust. I yeah. loved this movie since the first time I saw oh, it. Oh, by the way, yeah. Roll credits, ladies and gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. LXG, yeah. if you will. Babe, would you recommend this movie? Yes! Yes, a yes. thousand times. Guys, if you watch it, you didn't like it, go back and rewatch it. With the Rise of the Superhero movies, I think this movie has more of a place. Avengers, you hacks! Yeah! Yeah, it's pretty much the same story as the Avengers. Yeah. The I first think, one, anyway. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think this just didn't fit in its time period. I think this movie comes out now, it's a much bigger hit. Yeah, the... Uh, I remember it was, like, at the tail end of, like, a bunch of movies that were very similar, like, like Van Helsing's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing, like, taking yeah. old characters, and the X-Men movies had kind of tapered off towards the end there, and this yeah. this was, like, I think the same year, actually, is like, Last Stand and everything, and so people were like, oh, yeah, 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 we're, we, we're done, we're done with this, and then, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, I enjoy it. I love this movie. I, I got the Blu-ray. I'm sorry. We have the Blu-ray. <laughs> we also have the DVD because I already had yes, it. Yes, you had it forever. I upgraded. Yeah, it's not that bad. Yeah, check it out. Let, let us know what you think. Let us let us know why you think we're wrong. Yeah, tell us. Fight us. No, fight kidding. us on it. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We are. That's right. When we come back, <gasps> we have more beer. Woo! 
Ooh. Fun facts. Yeah. And what we learn from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about the new house, babe? This is the summer house you were talking about? It looks creepy. Do you think it's a great place to raise our deaf kids? Oh, something's gotta be done about those trucks. Oh, no doubt. I already got guys putting in the fence this weekend. Hello there, neighbor. Sir, you're that, uh, boxer fella Creed from the TV, ain't ya? I heard a lot about you. A lot about your family. Hey, Rock, thanks for making the trip, man. I want to introduce you to our neighbor, Judd. Hey, yo, nice to meet you. Any friend of Adonis is a friend of mine. Yo, your wife tells me you've been, uh, having trouble sleeping. Keep calling out Apollo's name in the night? I mean, we've all been there, but what's going on? He was killed in the ring when I was a baby, but I just... I wonder if he hadn't if... I don't know. He would have reached out to me or something. You can't be thinking like that, man. What if I... What if I knew a way to bring him back? Who are you talking about? On the back end of your property there, there's a there's a cemetery. But beyond that... Ah, maybe, maybe I have said too much already. You can't do this! Apollo's gone! Adrian's gone! You're the one that always talked about keeping moving forward and rising back up. I can help my dad rise up again. I've got to at least try. I should have never told you about that place. Adonis, uh, someone's at the front door. Who is it? It's your father. Apollo may be back, but he's not the same. Dad, what are you doing? Put down the cat! You have to end this. I will. The only way I know how. You can't do this, kid. It's suicide. You're talking about fighting your dad, but... He's a zombie or something. You can't win. I gotta try. For my family. From legendary writer Stephen King, an Academy Award winning writer and Razzie nominated director Sylvester Stallone. I'll train you, but you're fighting your family. Tessa Thompson. No, he's fighting for his family. John Lithgow. Don't go down that road. Carl Weathers. And Michael B. Jordan. No. I may have come from you, but I'm sending you back to where I found you. In the final chapter of the Rocky and Pet Cemetery franchises. Creed 3 Pet Cemetery. Coming this fall. Or is it the final chapter? Drago, uh, why did you dig up Adrian's body? Because I wanted to fuck her. And I'm not the only one. Mmm, hey boy. Clubber, you're not allowed back into the franchise. You don't make the rules anymore, chump. Besides, I heard sometimes dead is better. Yo. We are Molly and Jonathan, and we want to tell you about our podcast, One Star Bazaar. We review the movies critics hated in search of the unfairly underrated. We watch movies that critics have given an overall one-star rating, defined as 40% or less on either Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic. 
We both studied film in college, and while he likes the films that get nominated for Oscars, I like the movies that get nominated for Razzies. We use a simplified review criteria and look at five things. Acting, story, how engaging the movie is, what it did well, if anything, and whether at the end we wished we had not watched it. Between our differing tastes in movies and our simplified review categories, can we agree if a critically panned movie is worth a watch? Reach out to us on social media at One Star Bazaar to let us know what you want us to watch next. Have a movie you want to see but heard it was bad? We'll review it. We're trying to save you from the terrible movies out there and find the good in the critically bad. Listen to One Star Bazaar on your favorite podcast platforms. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. They get better every week. You're surrounded by kittens now. I am surrounded by kittens. (laughs) We're camera bow. We're camera bow. I was like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Sounds awesome. (laughs) Mm. But I'm a little parched, though. (gasps) Oh, no. Our buzz is leaving us. I think we'll have to uh, reinvigorate it with a Cherny Bach from Bohemian lager sorry from bohemian lagers it's a schwartz beer schwartz beer old school brew yes. oh so it's not yeah. really a bock it's okay it's a cherny bock it's a dark lager see don't be fooled by the name of the german star schwartz beer cherny meaning black and czech first the color of this lager inspired by the traditions of northern bavaria dark roasted and aromatic malts add seductive seductive hints of coffee and chocolate with smooth, medium body, and pleasant roasted finish, Chernibach will tempt you year-round. Boom. Handmade in Midvale, Utah. Yeah! Wanna pop my top? Ooh. Oh, my top! Nice. And the pour? Yeah! Ew. Ooh, this is a nice dark beer. It's a very dark brown color. It's yeah. got some brown highlights. Not quite schwarz. That's quite a schwarz beer. It's got a dark khaki head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny mm. bubbles. Very malty aroma. Almost cereally. You get some of the you get some of the toasty roastiness off that. Steve's oh, coming yeah. in for the sip. Yeah, you definitely get like the um like it seems like bitterness is almost coffee notes instead of hops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, almost no hop character, just enough to keep it balanced. Yeah, just like yeah, it's almost like a like cold brewed coffee almost. Or like a watered down kind of yeah coffee, yeah but. no no yeah i'd say it's more it's like a like a cold brew coffee almost yeah this is a delightful beer i like this beer yeah not bad mm, bohemian brewery in midvale utah Woo-hoo. at the corner of state street and 7200 south open monday through friday till late no, saturday till five that's, close sunday that's oh. shane jewelers oh that's a shane company shit it's right by there though where's your shane jewelers located guys <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but who wants some other fun facts besides the location of my local shame company? Fun facts are super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. <laughs> All right, babe. Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics gave this movie? Oh, nobody liked this movie. Um, uh, 28. 17 on the critics. Really? Fuck you, critics. Fuck you in your faces. What about the audience? Oh, audiences are stupid too. Uh, 35. 44. Oh, so right. yeah, yeah, quite a, quite a, quite a, about twenty-seven point jump there. Yeah, almost half. I can see it. All right, seventy-eight million dollar budget. Wow, that's actually less than I thought it would have been. Uh, only grows sixty-six million in the U.S., but a hundred and seventy-nine million worldwide. Damn. So, yeah, like, yeah, pr- pretty much broke even, I would guess, with those yeah. kind of numbers. But yeah, I, I thought it'd be a huge flop because because yeah. I, I remember, yeah, it was critically panned and. 
it, like the U.S. People it, really liked shitting on this movie when it came out. Like, yeah. I remember that, like, because I remember watching it and then being like, oh, that movie was great. And everybody's like, that movie's bullshit. And it's like, oh, no, no, there's plenty of other bad movies. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, Come on, guys. Maybe so, it came out, like, the same time as, like, X-Men or, you know, like, one of those other movies kind of stole its thunder or something. But Maybe. Yeah, who knows? Let's see. All right. Here, here are some fun facts that may blow your mind. <clears throat> <laughs> Sir Sean Connery was offered roles in both The Matrix and The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Gee, I wonder which character he would have played. Hmm. <laughs> uh, but said he didn't understand the scripts. When he was offered this movie, another screenplay he didn't quite get, he took it because they were such huge. The Matrix and Lord of the Rings were such huge successes. Huge successes. Oh shit, maybe that. I think Return of the King came out 2003. Maybe that's what kind of stole the thunder. I guess. I just still don't know why people hated this movie so much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, give it a rewatch. Let us know what you think. Uh, director Stephen Norrington had such a hard time with this movie that he announced he would never direct another movie again. Oh, shit. As of August 2019, he hasn't. He reportedly did not like the studio supervision and is uncomfortable with large crews. Hmm? So I Did guess he? he just likes smaller movies. Because yeah. this is a big movie. This has oh, big yeah. sets. This has lots of special effects, especially for the time period. Oh, and it's one of those things, like, if you're a director and it's like, you know, like, you direct a Batman movie, like, oh, fuck, yeah. I love Batman, blah, blah, blah. If you're an English director and you basically get handed, like, all the characters of, like, Dorian Gray, Professor Moriarty, Alan C- Quartermain, like... Uh, Cap- yeah. oh. Even Captain Nemo. And... and they're handing you the original 007 to leave. Yeah. And as we all know, Sean Connery's well, a peach to work with. Yeah, well, more on that later. <laughs> um, in fact, hey, let's skip right to that one. Um, in a Q&A with Empire Magazine, Jason Fleming was asked if the bust-ups between Sir Sean Connery and director Stephen Norrington were as bad as reported. He replied that they were much worse. And, quote... You know when someone in your class is getting told off and your toes curl and in, in your black Clark shoes? That's how it was. My favorite bust-up was in Venice. The League had to walk from Captain Nemo's boat down the street, Magnificent Seven style. At the end of the take, Sean shouted at Norrington, What, you want us to do that again? And Norrington replied, For $18 million, I don't think it's too much to ask you to walk down a road. To which Sean Connery's reply was unprintable. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> All right, that explains that. Oh, I guess that may also play into why it was Sean Connery's last movie, too. What? Was he a crotchety old man? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, The character of Tom Sawyer was added because the studio thought most Americans wouldn't care about the novel without an American character and cast member. Oh, well, that's Mm. a shame because, let's face it, Tom Sawyer's kind of irritating in this. Yeah, he kind of is, yeah. I mean, it's good to have, like, a kid... Because that, that the gives younger character. Yeah, yeah. I want to give somebody that Quartermain like actually cares about because he doesn't really care about anybody else in this movie. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, somebody who reminds him of his dead son. Kind of roots it, but like, okay, he is kind of a hero instead of just a crotchety old man who doesn't give a fuck about anything except himself. Yeah, yeah. Gives him some father father figure style stuff to do. All right, now we get some really fun facts, babe. <laughs> the character of Campion Bond, British intelligence director and ancestor of James Bond, oh, shit. was supposed to appear, one report suggested, and he would have been played by 
Sir Roger Moore, thereby fuck. having two Bonds in the oh, same movie. Oh, fuck yeah, that would have been so good. But the character was dropped before filming began to be saved for a possible sequel, which oh, was never made. Oh, and he could have said something about the world is not enough. Old family motto. Old family motto. Ah! <laughs> I'm a nerd. And my favorite. For legal reasons, Dr. Fu Manchu was dropped from the script, even though he appeared in the comics. Oh. Babe, Nicolas Cage as Dr. Fu Manchu. Yeah. We need a sequel. We, we need, need a sequel. You know what? Let's just do a full reboot. Let's get a, let's get a whole new cast. Yeah. And then start with a new one. We can even break this one up into two movies. Give it some time to breathe. And to find out who we would cast, check out our past Castaway episodes yeah. and our aftermath. Babe, any guesses what the body count in this movie is? Oh my god. The official on-screen death. Because obviously blowing up half the city of Venice would kill at least a dozen people. 149. 66. That's it? That's it, yeah. I feel like a lot more pre-Nazis died. I feel like there was a lot more implied death. Oh, probably. It is very PG-13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the PG movie we saw where the death count was like 240 oh, or something? Oh, God, yeah, we just watched something where the yeah. death count yeah, it was 299. I remember family that. film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God, I don't remember, I but yeah, remember it was either. like, Jesus. And then whenever I watch that, I'm like, oh, my God, The Hammer is rated R. The romantic comedy boxing film. Yeah. How many people died in The Hammer, Steve? No one. No one. Yes, no one. I was like, wait, did he die in the ring at the end? No. No! No, because he had to build her deck. <laughs> yeah. Ozzy. Did Ozzy, did Ozzy die? No! Oh, no! Ozzy went on, went on to eat more cheeseburgers. Uppercut. Ein Zweimann bin Men. Oh my god, guys, go watch the hammer. It's so cute. Yeah. So, babe. Steve. What did we learn from the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? <laughs> I learned that a lady is always fashionably late. Mm, good point. Good point. Um, I learned there are frozen lakes in Mongolia. <laughs> I also learned you can get there by submarine. Yeah. Well, um, I also learned the ultimate weapon isn't uh, superpowers or giant tanks or anything like that. It's a net. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> uh, I learned that... It doesn't matter who the Invisible Man is. He's always a pervert. It's true. Every single time. He just likes to grab him from the behind. That's what I've learned from this entire month. All Invisible Men are perverts. I think what it is is, I think it's that all men are perverts. And being invisible, it's like, what was the first thing I could do? What's the first thing you would do if you were invisible, Steve? Probably try to rape Elizabeth Shue. (laughs) I'm sorry, wait. Uh... (laughs) No, no, no. Just sneak into her dressing room. Yeah, 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 totally. Just uh, go into a shower room and just mm-hmm. chill for a while. Just, you know. Test the drains. You know, just jacking it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, I also learned I really want a sequel with a zombie Sean Connery and a Dr. Yeah! Fu Manchu Nicolas Cage. Oh. And then Timothy Dalton as Campion Bond. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Timothy Dalton. Would be. I like Timothy Dalton as Bond. I'm going to stand by it. Yeah. Yeah, bring him back. Yeah, let's do, let's do it. Well, babe, Steve. thank you for watching this movie with me. Thank you for watching this movie with me. You know how much I love this movie. Yeah. And you know how angry I would have been if we didn't like this movie. <laughs> it's true. And 
and everyone listening, thank you. Uh, who knows? This may be one of our future live shows or something. Oh, Rudy's, yeah. But, uh, I totally do it. Yeah. Uh, at this point in time, we would have just had our first incredible live show. Deep and it was sea. amazing. Everything Fantastic. was awesome. Absolutely. Unless there was some sort of weird shooting, in which case that was not awesome. <laughs> just hedging my bets. <laughs> we can fix that in post. Now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we have another one coming up December 11th. Yeah. From 7 to 10 p.m. December 11th. Never forget. Never forget. Um, what movie are we going to be watching, babe? I don't know, Steve. What movie are we going to be watching? Uh, it's one of our Cat- uh, yeah, Cat-tober yeah. ones. We're going to be watching the most dangerous movie ever made. <gasps> Roar. Yeah. And also the holidays are coming up. I think Thanksgiving's like next week. I know. Babe, if I were looking for gifts, because I haven't fucking thought about anybody else besides myself, <laughs> where would I get good, great gifts where it looks like I was planning for the whole year? Well, you can get them for yourself or for other people over Ooh. at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That is a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I got movie monsters who love kittens. I got dog posters. I got all kinds of fun stuff. And I made it. You're actually helping a real artisan. And if you don't want to buy from my shop, guys, check out Etsy. Buy from your friends. You got friends who are part of uh, pyramid schemes. Help them out this holiday season. Yeah, like, you yeah. Get, don't do Black Friday. That's a bunch of bullshit. It's literally made up so that stores make money. Don't do Cyber Monday. That's all bullshit anyway, unless you're buying from, like, a small handicraft shop. Yeah. Ooh, like frankieandmur.com, perhaps. Frankieandmur.com. Yeah, if you're looking for the finest in essential oils and aromatherapy, just use the code UNTIDY, and you'll save 15%. Yeah, and orders over $35 ship free. See, what are some of your favorite things from uh, from Frankie and Mer? I really like the 40 Winks. It really helps me like relax and just mm-hmm. go right to sleep. 40 Winks is, uh, it's got lavender, chamomile, vetiver, and frankincense. It's smells really fantastic. It's not overpowering, and yet it's crazy relaxing. You will go to sleep. It puts the pets to sleep. It's true. Oh, yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> it really is. Uh, you know, be a really good one for the holidays coming up. What's that one that you made? Oh, Live in the Woodlife? That's the one. A scent that I personally helped create over at Frankie and Murr. It is patchouli and vanilla and benzoin, which also smells like vanilla, with a little bit of cedar. And so it's a little sweet, it's a little woodsy, it's a little earthy. It's it's not the patchouli that, like, stinky hippies wear. It's real patchouli, so it's got this, like, great, like, earthy kind of grassy notes to it. And yeah, it's fantastic. It's long lasting. It's not full of a bunch of awful chemicals that'll kill you like most fragrance things. Also, this time of year, everybody's fighting off colds. One of Steve's other favorites, especially if you work in an office environment, staying alive. Yeah. Yeah. It actually is antimicrobial. It's got cinnamon, eucalyptus, lemon, rosemary, and clove. Those are all antimicrobial, like actual proven, not just hippy dippy bullshit, antimicrobial stuff. It smells great, it smells like the holidays, and it can help keep you from getting sick. Spray it on your keyboard, if your office happens to be right across from the coffee maker and everybody's coughing into your office to not cough on the coffee maker, you can spray (laughs) it on them. A lot of cough in that sentence. 
<laughs> coughing on the coffee maker while they're making their coffee in the coffee maker. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that uh, your old setup, Steve? It could be, yeah. That was. Uh, and then you would just spray the... <laughs> By the way, guess who was the one person in the office that didn't drink coffee? <laughs> and guess who didn't get a cold last year? That's right. Because he staying was using staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> I know one of your co-workers, you were threatening just to, like, dunk her in a vat of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Either you go home or I just fucking unload on you. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Yeah. So yeah, Frankie and Burr. And of course you can find us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Uh, you can find about other shows that we're guesting on. We got a couple coming up. I know we're on Matinee Heroes talking about GoldenEye with yeah. uh, Craig and Alan. That was awesome. With GoldenEye. Uh, chances are we're on a What Were They Thinking every couple of weeks. Uh <laughs> Oh, I bet they're going to be on here soon, too. Yeah, yeah. I think they're coming up here in a couple weeks uh, <laughs> in uh, December. Uh, we also are like uh, Home Video Hustle. Basically, check out Hashtag Castaways and all the great podcasts on there on Twitter. Yeah. Follow them. You got some great shit going on there. Um, oh, and of course, we have our grand finale of Cast Away Woo! coming up soon. We got our three finalists, and the winner of that will be con- crowned grand champion of yeah. recasting. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.